Welcome to the Not Old Yet podcast, where we explore the subject of aging from a fresh new perspective. Each week, you will learn how to look, feel, and be youthful, no matter your age or stage of life. Tune in each episode to hear words of wisdom, stories of hope, and keeping it real advice from your host, Elizabeth Vanderveer. We got a beautiful story. I'm Elizabeth Vanderveer, your host of Not Old Yet. And Not Old Yet has come out of my own life experience, turning 50 and basically falling off the face of the earth. According to Madison Avenue, we don't really even exist if we're over 50. And if you want to go advertise on radio or television, the demographic taps out at 49. So when I turned 50, and in addition to being a really bad shopper, meaning I hate to shop, I don't go shop, I don't put my name and email out at stores, and I don't have um, cookies, if you will, on the internet, because I just don't shop. That's just not something that excites me and makes me uh, spend time doing it. So I became virtually unknown to the marketing world at age 50. Then coincidentally, I started to look into doing projects, and this is the result of it, not old yet, looking at aging in America and looking at who we are targeting and who really has the money and the power in the world. And I'm not going to lie, the 2016 elections, presidential elections in the U.S. really kind of galvanized me to look at this because all three of our candidates, Sanders, Clinton, and of course, Trump, we're all over a certain age, like some of them a lot over a certain age, like Bernie Sanders, who is going for it again in 2020. So the way that we are marketed to and the way that we are categorized in the world is not reflective of who we are. Virtually 20% of us are over 65 right now in this country, in America. And by 2050, 50% of all Americans will be over the age of 65, which also means it will be the current millennials will all be over age 65. So what this basically says is that our world is mushrooming very quickly into a group of people that no one is paying attention to. No one knows what their demographic is. No one's looking at how subtly different everyone is decade to decade from 50 to 60 to 70 to 80. I can tell you because I've hung out with these people. I've conducted focus groups. People are not the same over age 50. And so just creating one demographic of 50 plus or in the case of Facebook, I mean, admirably, they go up to 65 and they say 65 plus. You can actually target people over 65 on Facebook if you are so inclined. However, that's just a minor portion of our advertising world, minor portion of what it's like to be over 60 or over 50 in America. So not all yet is my answer to turning 50 and becoming invisible. So I started to look into who makes up this 20% of our population that's over 65. 
I started conducting focus groups for people over 80, women in their 80s. And I was meeting with them monthly in Portland, Oregon, and asking them everything about their lives. What do they do? Where do they shop? Where do they go online? How do they go online? I wanted to know how an 80-year-old woman was searching on the internet. And what I found was just fascinating. I mean, totally different than younger people. And the way they look for information, where they get their information, and then where they spend their money. It's just fascinating. And commonly, I also have been really puzzled by people that are nearly my age that are in a state of somewhat helplessness and giving up. People in their 60s saying, oh, having a senior moment, or, oh, it must be Alzheimer's, I can't find my keys. And things like that just make me shudder because what we say is what we become. And what you surround yourself with, if you think you're forgetful, if you think that you have a memory problem, you're going to find yourself with a memory problem. And yet there are massive amounts of people that are over 50, over 60, over 70 that tell me, I feel like I'm 25. I've never felt better. I'm more successful than I ever thought I would be. I have time. I have interests. I have money. I'm searching for things to do, things to buy, places to go, and no one's talking to them. But of course, all of this comes with personal responsibility. It is absolutely asinine, in my opinion, to think that you could retire at 65 in today's day and age when we live well past 70, 80, 90, even 100. The medical advances are so enormous. Every single year, we make greater and greater strides that keeps us alive longer, keeps us healthier, and keeps us with our joints moving and the ability to do things. And so when I see people at age 60, just counting the days till they retire, and then they're never going to work again, I just shudder. I, I just can't understand in a world and in a country where we're given so much, why we would think that we can just sit back and live off the government. When the retirement age was determined and Social Security was put into place, people lived an average of four years beyond their retirement age. Now that would just seem preposterous that we would stop working at 65 and die at 69. It just doesn't happen that often. But what we don't recognize is that we have a responsibility to ourselves to keep working, to keep active, to keep involved. If you don't need to work past this 65, then great. But if you do, I have some real innovative ideas and some solutions for men and women that are looking to augment their income past retirement age. Because retirement age is no longer retirement age. As we know, we're just not old yet. The best 